Welcome to Thoughts Off the Stem. I'm Justin Baroni, and today we're smoking TWD's Indica. That's all the package says. <laughs> it's a pretty good Indica. It's not too heavy. I bought it because it was on the cheaper side, so I figured I'd try out uh, a more cost-effective weed and see how good it is. It's pretty good. It's 20% THC. Um, it smells nice. It smokes pretty nice. It's uh, I find it a little bit harsh, but I've also been dealing with allergies so it could just be the allergies i'm not too sure um but yeah overall it's a pretty good high it's a nice little mellow high like i said it's an indica so it kind of just keeps you keeps you nice and mellow i did a couple workouts on it that wasn't fun <laughs> i mean it was fun but it was tough because uh yeah it was way harder than i expected because this stuff really just you just want to sit around and do nothing on this But that was one of the things that I wanted to, that I've been thinking about lately, is I wonder how much THC actually plays into the high. Like, obviously, it's the psychoactive ingredient in weed, right? So, obviously, it's the part that makes you, like, if it's stronger, you get higher. <laughs> a way more intense high, that kind of thing. Um, but I wonder if, like, a 17 or a 15% THC dry flower can get you as high as like a 30% dry flower. And I wonder this because my buddies and I were smoking shit. I don't remember what the name of it was, but it was like a, it had some like fruit kind of name or like Hawaiian or Jamaican or tropical something. Anyway, it was, it was a, it smelled delicious, first of all, okay, it smelled like fucking candy, it was awesome, but at the same time, it was only 17% THC, and three of us smoked it, and we got pretty fucking high, man, <laughs> it was a sativa, so like, you know, we were, we were high, but it was like, it was one of those good highs, where like, you know, when you feel your forehead start to go a little bit warm, your cheeks go a little bit warm, and then, like, you just sort of have this, like, high glow, <laughs> at least the feeling of a high glow. That's how it felt. It felt really good. And, I, and then after that, we smoked some other Indicas that were way higher in uh, percentage, like 28% and 32% and, like, nothing compar comparatively. I mean, or they were, maybe they maybe not nothing, because <laughs> that's still a pretty high quality like size like, amount of THC but at the same time it felt okay it felt like you got at least as high as this 17% indica so I wonder if there are more properties like okay so each person gets uh high differently right so when you smoke you get high and feel a certain way, and then I get high, and I feel a certain way, but we may not feel the same things all the time, right? So I wonder if the makeup of the plant, and based on like the user, if those two things coming together makes also makes a difference in the high. Because there are times when like I smoke an indica and I get super about like purple kush. I bounce off the walls for a few hours before I crash. <laughs> Whereas a buddy of mine, he smokes purple kush and he's out right away. Right away. Good night. That's it. So that's what I wonder. 
I always I wonder if there's more to it than just the THC content or the CBD content. I wonder if there's more things happening on like a molecular level that you know adds to or like compounds the high. Because like I said, it should be that that 30% THC dry flower should get you super fucking high. And that 17% should get you like kind of high. <laughs> like I'm okay high. I could do stuff, but like I'm going to want another joint in like 10 minutes. That kind of high. But not this stuff. Whatever this stuff, whatever this Jamaican or Hawaiian or tropical flavory smelling thing, whatever that was, whatever strain that was, that stuff was really, really good. Which also kind of brings me to the next point of that when I, since I've been going to the dispensary a little bit more frequently to try different stuff out for this podcast, I've started to really notice that like when you go on a regular basis, you start to have like growers that you like or companies, I guess, like distribute companies that you like that are supplying the weed suppliers, right? So like Reticon is one of the ones that I really like. They seem to like know, at least for OG Kush, Reticon seems to know exactly what they're doing when it comes to making an OG Kush plant <laughs> or, uh, or even like one of those like vape cartridges because that shit hits you every time and their THC content is consistent every time and I'm telling you that if they don't have the OG vape cartridge for yeah from Reticon I really have to think twice about which one I'm getting if I decide to get one at all. Because at this point, the only other vape cartridge that I bought was, uh, I don't remember who it was by, but it was a 50-50 CBD one. I talked about it in my CBD episode, (laughs) one of the episodes before. So make sure you go back and listen to them. And then, you know, you'll be caught up and you can listen to this one again. Um, But yeah, I find that like Reticon's really good. These TWD guys, I'm actually surprised with because I bought this plant, I bought this one because it was 40 bucks or $41 plus tax for seven grams. So I figured like, how great can it be? And I also want to see it. Well, it did say that it was 20% THC. So I was like, it's not going to be, it can't be bad <laughs> at 20% THC. You're, you're getting to the higher end of things. You know, you're a little above middle of the road. You're at like, let's say you're at like, uh, you know, a grade of like a 65 to a 70. So maybe a 68%. <laughs> like that's, that's out of it, you know, A, B, C, D, that kind of thing. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I'm rambling now. But I got this TWD stuff, not thinking that it was going to be that good. And I was surprised. It's actually pretty good. For 20%, I'm getting pretty baked off it for, you know, the couple bong hits I do here and there. And the same thing with that 17% one um, that the three of us smoked. That, again, super high off that stuff. But the some of these other ones that I smoke that are like 30% don't get quite get you that high. So yeah, I'm very confused by this. I feel like there's more to getting high than just the, the THC or the CBD. Um, and because of that, I found that as I go to these, you know, as I go to a dispensary, I go to one really, one local dispensary, and their guys know their shit. They seem, everybody seems to know their stuff. They list off the dosages that are in the containers. They tell you all about it when you pick it up. I always leave laughing and smiling because I think it's awesome that they put that kind of effort into it. Um, But I've found, yeah, you definitely have a couple because I have had a couple other ones that were not that good. 
that were, you know, supposedly 22% or 23% and the high lasted like maybe 20 minutes or not quite that short, but it was a shorter amount of time and it wasn't what I was looking for. I love, when I get baked, man, I want to get fucking baked. I don't know about you, but I want my eyes low, my eyes red and my words to come out all, yeah, man, I want that kind of shit to happen most days <laughs> when I'm getting high. I don't know about you, but that's what I want. So I've really found that there's like three or four brands that I'll go to all the time. Reticon is my number one because Dry Flower OG Kush is one of my favorite flowers and it's also one of my favorite vape pen things. So for the vape pen, Reticon is the only one I go to um, because it's always the same. It's never bad. And then uh, with their Reticon does OG Kush, I think. That one was good. They do Wapa. That one was pretty good. And there was another one, but I can't remember what it was called. Maybe, no, Sage and Sour is from MTL. That one is awesome. For a sativa, holy shit. That was really good. I talked about that in a couple episodes back. But yeah, that one was really good. And again, like, so the the Sage and Sour was a 23 or 26%. And that got you pretty fucking, pretty fucking high. That was one of the strongest ones that I've had from a dispensary. And it was definitely right up there to what I'm used to smoking. We'll just say that. <laughs> it was right on par. Um, and then uh, I've only tried one CBD pen, and it was a 50-50 pen because I liked it. But, yeah, the 50-50 pen was pretty sweet. That was a pretty nice one. But I don't know how... I, I don't know how... I, I feel like... I shouldn't say I don't know. I feel like... Again, going back to this, but I feel like there's more to the high than just the THC or the CBD. I feel like there's more shit at work. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of different, like like I said, you know, molecular factors that go into how you feel and how high you get. Because some strains won't affect anybody. Or I mean, some strains won't affect some people at all. And they'll have like a massive effect on other people. And then, you know, you can get like... Like I said, here's the good a good comparison is purple cush. It makes me bounce off the walls. It's an indica. It should put you in the couch and make you go to sleep. That's what it should do. And it makes me super hyper and happy. Like I want to party. And then it, for my buddy, another buddy of mine, he just passes out on it. Now, same thing. Pink cush um, for a couple of our buddies makes them super excited and bouncing off the walls and stuff. But another friend of mine... Constantly gets green outs off it. <laughs> he gets too high off just a couple puffs. He can't handle it. And then for me, I just get sleepy and want to go to bed, you know. Um, so, yeah. So, I wonder if there's more happening inside your body as you're smoking than just the release of THC. Because the THC, I feel like, will only take you so far. And then if there's any sort of... Uh, you know that's kind of the nice thing. If you have uh, any plant that has any plant that has uh, CBD in it and THC, you get kind of a nice. <coughs> excuse me. You get a kind of a nice little balance. The THC will give you obviously that like floaty head, like woo, fucked up feeling. But then the CBD gives you that almost like everything's cool feeling, without being high. It just totally relaxes you. So I tr- I tend to go to to flowers also that have um both uh, at least a little bit that's the beauty that's a good thing of, about og kush is that it is 
what is it? I think it's like 90% or 98% THC. No, what am I trying to say here? I think OG Kush has a balance. It does have a balance. It has a certain amount of THC and then a very minute amount of CBD. But I think that's what makes it so good. I think it's that balance because I don't know anybody that doesn't enjoy smoking OG Kush. Uh, like whether they smoke it all the time or not, I don't, that's debatable. But when they, if you're just smoking OG Kush, or I mean, <laughs> I think everybody at some point has been introduced to OG Kush and at some point it has been one of their favorites. And I think the reasoning for it is, is that there's multiple levels or multiple layers to the high. There's, you know, the high, high, the THC, weed, giggly high. There's the conversational, introspective part of the high. And then there's the CBD, I'm cool with everything, nothing can bother me high. Because whether you want to admit it or not, you may not get like head high, but it's definitely a high because it's relieving your anxiety, your stress, you know, all the stuff that you're carrying around. So the CBD is doing something to help you out. And I wonder if that's also part of like the human makeup, the way it interacts with CBD, the THC, the other molecules in it, what is it? There's a whole bunch of them that are that we never talk about, and I can never remember the names of them. But it's like THCB or THCA or something like that. I don't know. There's all kinds. Look it up. <laughs> but the point is, I wonder if all those interactions are the thing that actually gives you the high that you get out of the plant, not necessarily the THC. You know, so you're not just growing a plant to maximize THC. You're also trying to cultivate and extend your knowledge of an entire strain. Oh, growers, I get you. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> I totally get you right now. Okay, so I get you a little bit. I think I do anyway. You can tell me if I'm wrong. But I now understand. I just had a total epiphany while I was spewing out garbage there. <laughs> I totally understand how you could be that into and dedicated to growing and, and making the best strain of weed. Fuck, man. I don't know how I've never put that together. Epiphany. Weed epiphany. On that note, I think we should take another bowl break. Bowl break. Yeah, wow. I don't know. I never thought of it that way, but that to that would totally make sense. If you cultivate cuz whenever I bought weed before, it's just been off guys that grow it in their backyard, right? But now that everything's legal, legal? <laughs> now that everything's legal, you've got professional dudes that want to make the best plant, not just make the strongest plant. They want to make the best plant so that it smokes nice, tastes nice. People will tell everybody about it, gets you nice and high, gives you what you want. Oh my God. I'm totally, I feel like a, I feel like a noob stoner now. <laughs> I definitely feel like a noob stoner. Holy fuck. I never thought of it that way. Man, this opened up a whole new world to me. I don't know if it did to you or not, or if I just sound like a complete fucking moron right now. <laughs> but man, yeah. Okay, so if you cultivate the pro if you cultivate the whole plant, the whole plant is going to give you a different high. And I bet you that if you are smoking, let's say, okay, let's say I make purple kush and then you make a purple kush plant. Let's say you made per you're doing it for the first time and let's say I'm doing purple kush for like the 15th time, right? My purple kush plant 
should overall be a better plant than your plant. Unless you're Dr. fucking Green Thumb over there and you know, just like you, whatever you touch turns to green. Ha <laughs> not gold, green. <laughs> you know, which is obviously very possible, but I'm saying the likelihood is probably pretty low. So somebody that doesn't grow purple kush on a regular basis is probably not as good. The plant is probably not as good overall. Flushed properly, you know, cured properly, all that stuff. Ah, and that would totally make sense. Because when, um, let's see, how am I going to put this? When I used to pro procure, when I used to procure Purple Kush, I used to get it from a guy that that's all he grew. And that plant was awesome. Like I said, like it smoked really well. It was, uh, it was flavorful. The smoke was like, it was a nice thick, you know, dense smoke. It was nice. It was really nice. Anyway, and then I got Purple Kush after getting Purple Kush from him, and it just wasn't quite the same. It didn't quite hit as hard. It didn't quite do what his stuff did, you know? Dude, that totally makes sense. You cultivate the plant, dum-dum. <laughs> so yeah, there's got to be more to the plant that gets you high than just the THC. I mean, the THC obviously helps it along, but there's got to be a multitude of compounds that affect what the end result will be, right? <laughs> Fuck, I'm a moron. <laughs> well, how about that for an episode? How about that for an episode of getting to stupid? <laughs> <laughs> holy fucking shit I don't know if I answered my own question from that and I don't know if any of that actually like rambling made <laughs> made any sense to the point but I I do feel that way now now I totally feel that way and I kudos to the guys that can grow properly so when you go to your dispensaries make sure you find uh you know, you find your guys because like I said in an earlier podcast, like you really got to know what strain you like. You got to know what type of weed you like, whether it's an indica or sativa. Now with these, with the element of dispensaries and legalization, when you start going there and provided you get, you know, good help there, like the one I've gone to is really good. Um, you'll find a strain and you'll find they'll tell you they'll they'll tell you what the uh what they know about the what they know about the growers what they know about um uh the consistency of the strains and obviously you know what their customer feedback is so that's kind of cool and and yeah it helps you find your strength your it find it helps you find your suppliers within a dispensary and it's a pretty cool way to go about it because you do have to have your suppliers. You can't just be going in there willy-nilly like your first time. You're just trying to pick something that's awesome. You really got to listen to people because some some of these growers are not that good. They're just starting out and they, they aren't as good as others. That's for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, make sure when you if you start to get into weed like that and you start going to the dispensary, take your time to figure out who your supplier should be. My suggestions at this point are MTL Cannabis. They're great. Um, try a couple of their strains, Reticon, I like them a lot, they're my number one right now, and these TWD guys seem to be pretty good, and they're affordable, the TWD guys, their, their, their dry flower, uh, seems to be a pretty good price for what you're getting, for sure, um, yeah, <laughs> 
that's my thought off the stem for this week. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you come back next Friday at 4.20 for another session from me, Justin Baroni, at Thoughts Off the Stem. And don't forget to check out our merch at teespring.com slash stores slash T-O-T-S 420. And try to find us, try to find us, try to find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, just search Thoughts Off the Stem because I have to actually, well, Instagram, it is at Thoughts Off the Stem. And Twitter is... Not at Thoughts Off the Stem, but if you Google it, you'll see it. It's my face all over it. <laughs> it's the same as the as the cover art for the podcast. Uh, yeah, so until next time, roll your joints, fill your bowls, do your dabs, keep doing what you do, stay high, and uh, enjoy life. Have a good one.